0: fun, and it's it's violi, is that right?
1: Yes, yeah, okay. exactly.
0: I so this feels like a great song for today. It's kind of gray. We had a lot of fog this morning here in Portland, and uh, you know I love to think about what we do here is traveling, right? We're all on a journey. So welcome, welcome, welcome to heart and hustle between your healers, movers, and shakers. I am your tribal hostess. I am your movement motivator and your transformational lifestyle coach, call it me. and I'm so happy to have you here for this episode of Heart. And we're listening to Chris Stapleton singing the song Traveler, and that's what I mean. I just think it's such a great uh, idea for... Uh, this, this whole Heart and Hustle um, series is that we're all on journeys and we're all here to live our dreams and to live our passions and to move forward with inspiration and to meet others on similar paths or different paths um, to be inspired and to learn from and to network and to get help from and to mentor with and just see what people are doing in the world it's so beautiful there are so many amazing people out there, and I got one sitting right next to me. <laughs> yeah. She's actually not right next to me. She's next to me in the video. <laughs> so Jen, I'd love you to meet Jen Violi, who is also living here in Portland. And Jen, I'm so happy to have you here today. And I haven't seen you in so long, so we got to catch up.
1: <laughs> so welcome. Thank you so much for having me here.
0: Thanks for being here. So, um, I how did I meet you? I met you through well, through Moxie, I think, right? Uh huh. So, yeah, I think that's when we met. An entrepreneurial group of women called Women with Moxie, which is an awesome group, and it's spreading around the country, by the way, people. Magic. And and the, and the globe too, um, but also I think well, I got I got um, I kind of fell in love with Jen. When I started reading her blog, your blog or, or newsletter, what do you, what do you call it? Do you call it a blog? I call it my love letter. That's it. That's why. <laughs> and cause she's a writer and she's a writer's coach, a writing teacher and, and your newsletters are just so beautiful. I mean, I just, I love your writing. I love how you really, you share your soul you really share your experiences and and your wordage is so beautiful and poignant and and deep um and and i was just like whoa and i just got it you know how you can you you blot you um click on different people's stuff and you read it for a little bit and then you're like yeah well mm, you know time <laughs> to move on. time to move on and like i i do not want to move on from your newsletter <laughs> your love letter because <laughs> it's so good so that being said, how the hell are (laughs) (laughs) you?
1: Well, I'm taking all that in because that's such a beautiful introduction. Thank you. Um, and I think probably sparkle knows sparkle because I can feel the soul coming off of you too, you know? Um, and it draws us together. So I guess, I don't know, this week I'm thinking a lot about connection. So that's probably where I am right now. And the power of people and maybe women in particular connecting when they're willing to just have it out there, when it's not like the inside is totally cloaked, the heart or the soul is cloaked, but when it's, you know, out there and available to connect with somebody else.
0: Yeah. And that's such a, vulnerable place to be and such a beautiful place to be to feel that truth, right? That 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 connection because it is something that draws you in. Uh-huh. And and you know, I know that over the years I've had a hard time with that because I've been such a public figure. You know, I've been on stage in a million different ways. And I've I've come across the times when it's like, I can't tell them that, you know, yeah. I don't want them to know that about me. And it's like, well, and now I'm trying to do that more. Yeah. You know, I'm breaking down those walls, which is the name <laughs> of my new poetry book. But, um, nice. and, and you just have such a gift for that, for really, for really telling it, telling what you're doing, what's, what's happening. Thank you. Yeah. So tell yeah. us more. Tell us what you do. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, um, I get vulnerable all the time in all kinds of ways. Um, so sometimes with my own writing. So as you said, I'm a writer um, and I have a novel called Putting Makeup on Dead People. Ah, and... so what's your
0: Name. that <laughs> yeah. name. Tell me about the name.
1: Well, it's a novel and it's rooted also in my own experience of loss, losing my dad when I started high school. And so the story is about a young woman who has experienced the loss of her dad and is getting to the end of high school and isn't really sure what to do with herself and has kind of been stuck in grief and realizes maybe she wants to be a mortician. And so it's her journey of moving through that grief and kind of waking up to the joy in her life. Mm. Yeah. Nice.
0: And when did that come out?
1: That came out in 2011 okay. and yeah, so that's been a couple of years now. But yeah. Um I just got to sell a bunch of those books this weekend cuz I was doing I was at a writing workshop and then I got to speak at a grief reading event on Monday here in Portland and it was amazing. So the book is kind of it's feeling close to me right now, even though it's you know from the oh, past. I
0: mean and my book, my um tribal vision book came out in two thousand and eight and it still feels like yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Ten years. Shit. Wow. <laughs> I know. Celebrate. I know. Love it. Love yeah. it. Okay, so what else? What else?
1: Yeah, so my own writing. Um right now I'm doing a lot of essay and memoir writing, and so having essays published in various and sundry places. Um, and then the other, oh, sorry. Go ahead.
0: Like, like where?
1: Well, I just had a piece um, called "Renovating Endurance" that was published in a UK um, magazine. That was pretty exciting. Uh, called Mookie Chick, um, which is a really fun website. So, uh, what's it called? It's called Mookie Chick.
0: Mookie Chick. All right, you guys check it out, Mookie Chick. Nice. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, you know, my writing is one half and then the other half of what I do really is making sanctuary for other people's stories, um, Mm. the people who need to tell them. And so that shows up in mentoring, in editing work, in teaching, uh, facilitating different experiences. So um, yeah, it's really, it's exciting to get vulnerable with other writers as they are you know, digging into and doing their own excavating of their stories.
0: I love that. Making sanctuary for them, for their stories. That is so beautiful. And it's such a, it's a great vision. It's a great vision.
1: Yeah, it's been, it's been special to ground in that because I feel like there's, with me, there's always this like equal component of silly and serious, you know, or reverent and irreverent.
0: (laughs) I love you for that
1: (laughs) and you know the sanctuary is maybe part of the serious part but it's also connected of course it's you know deeply linked with the other part when people feel safe when i feel safe then i can play Mm
0: -hmm.
1: you know so my work as i see it is to create this safe landing spot um you know sanctuary is the word that i I like to call it and then within that when people have that soft landing then it's springy you know (laughs) you land on something soft and then you can bounce up and play Mm -hmm. and move which you're so brilliant at
0: (laughs) move i do move (laughs) anyways (laughs) (laughs) what drives you well (laughs) (laughs) sometimes the urge for
1: popcorn And, um, oh, you know. <laughs> <a> lots of <laughs> butter, lots of salt, some rosemary in the butter, side note.
0: Ooh, uh, rosemary.
1: Yeah, it's really yummy. Brown really? the butter with the rosemary, and it's revolutionary.
0: Okay, i um, yeah, try some rosemary in my popcorn. <laughs> I, I always use uh, nutritional yeast. That's my thing.
1: Oh, that's yummy, too. That's yeah. That's thing. <laughs> well, so along with popcorn which yeah. is, is <laughs> I think you know there's a curiosity um and part of that is that urge to play this thing that came to me maybe I, can I show you something hold something up on the screen. so um this past year there was one of those memes going around on Facebook I don't know if you saw it where, you know, you had to know your astrology a little bit. You had to know your rising sign and your sun sign and your moon sign. And then you got a word to go with each of them.
0: Okay. And,
1: you know, I thought, oh, well, this is fun, whatever, you know, I'll do it and see. And mine came out as the original Detective of Joy. And the thing, here, let's see if I can show you this.
0: Ah, is that a needlepoint?
1: point yeah. So, my amazing friend Lisa, who also teaches writing workshops and does things, had it made for me because she knew that there was just such a deep resonance. Because I thought, I saw that and I thought, that's it. That's exactly it. You know, sometimes when you find that thing that just Mm. describes you so perfectly that you feel like it kind of opens a passageway to all kinds of possibility.
0: Wow. I love that. Yeah. So perfect. And what a great, what a great gift.
1: Yeah, I
0: mean, it was, it was beautiful, so thoughtful. And of course I'm such a murder mystery fanatic anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would love to find that. I would like to find out what my words were.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'll send it to you. I'll look it up. I have it somewhere, but can send it to you. But it was really just so fun. And also, you know, so th- I think that is what drives me, that curiosity and that drive to find joy and for me, joy is not like lightweight, kind of like blissy, <laughs> frilly, whatever. For me, joy is like that thing that gets you up in the morning. Um, it's that essential meanness that you know. If I was an animal, it would be the noise that I would make, my wild yell. You know. Mm. Um,
0: if you were an animal, what would you be?
1: Oh well. Hey today no many possibilities i mean i feel deep connection to whales always have so i think i wore my my little whale tail is there um so yeah maybe a whale um but there's a little cat in me too you (laughs) know
0: i'm like a cat in the sunshine (laughs) bring it on and let me lay in it i'm good basking yeah yeah <laughs> and okay, so, um, so you you mentor writers, yeah. And do you call yourself a coach?
1: Probably more often. I like to use the word mentor because coach, you know, since I'm a writer, I get particular about words, and sometimes coach doesn't quite feel feel like it covers the depth for me. Okay. Um, so mentor feels like it has a little bit more of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you could call it either, and it's true.
0: <laughs> you just do it all and have you written all your life yeah so yeah I have since, since I could is <laughs> that what you always wanted to be
1: well that and an acrobat
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> we had similar upbringing then <laughs> <laughs>
1: did you also want to be a writer and an acrobat
0: I wanted to be a writer and a dancer
1: uh-huh and here you are
0: I know I I used to read Nancy Drew books. Same. Right? And go to dance class every day. That's all I wanted to do. And that's all I do now. (laughs) I love it. I'm past Nancy Drew, but, you know. (laughs) What do you like to read?
1: Oh, gosh, so much. Um, I have a really varied taste. I just finished... um, an amazing trilogy novels. The last one, so I think it's called the Keeper of Tales trilogy, hmm. and the author is uh, uh, Ronlin Doming. And the last one was called um, the Plague Diaries. So anyway, that's where I was just in that world this morning because it was one of those mornings where I woke up and I had to just stay in bed and finish this book because I couldn't <laughs> imagine doing anything else. That had to happen
0: first. Nice. Love that. Love that you actually have the opportunity to do that.
1: Yeah, that's a gift.
0: Because you have created your life. Yeah. And that's really important. Um, I I think a lot of people, especially the people I interview in this series, they are that entrepreneur, that solopreneur, that creativepreneur, whatever, whatever you want to call that, that you have made your life your business and you've made your business your life. Yeah right? And you have created it and you have designed it. And I think that's so beautiful and so important to acknowledge that you could actually stay in bed and read your book this morning. Yeah. Because it feeds you, it allows you to do the work you do and your work allows you to do that, right? Yeah. They, they are a very beautiful spiral circle of, of the work you do.
1: Oh, absolutely. And it's such a good, I mean, it's actually beautiful and helpful to hear that reflected back because perhaps other people that you've interviewed or come across, or even when you look in the mirror, sometimes it's hard to remember that um, because of maybe the hustle part, of the heart and hustle part, right.
0: right?
1: that it can feel like, oh my God, should I just get a regular job? <laughs> you know? um,
0: How often do you say that to yourself? No. <laughs> <laughs>
1: there's not room for me in a regular job. Um, there's not room to move in the way that I need to move in the world.
0: Um, it's so good to know that. Yeah. So you created what you have. So tell us, so what, what have been some of your hustles or your obstacles?
1: Sure. Well, you know, I, I was thinking of that the first year, so I've been doing this, running this particular business. I mean, much of what I've been doing, I've been doing for like 30 years, you know, <laughs> um, but in this business form it'll be coming up on nine years Mm -hmm. and uh, that first year i was here in portland it also happened to be the year of the census and i totally was not making enough money for my work to be sustainable so i was an enumerator for the census which meant i went door to door asking people to fill out these surveys and their questions (laughs) and all of that very (laughs) Good material.
0: <laughs> <laughs> sure. Oh my God. Oh yeah. Right. <laughs> she's she's taking notes after every house she goes in. <laughs> Character study.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm like, yes, that guy is an asshole. Can I say asshole in here?
0: Are you absolutely can. Um,
1: and I will write about him. Yes. <laughs> Thank you very much. And so sorry okay. for you.
0: Oh my God. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> So, so yeah, you know, there, the feeling of being stretched in different directions you know, while you're building something and needing to tend it in other ways while I was building the business, that certainly felt like some hustling was happening, um, as well as just experimenting. Because when I started, I had one idea of how things would look or where they would go and what I would be open to doing. Which is I think common among entrepreneurs, sure i 'll do anything and everything and I 'll say yes to everything and some of that first year was learning to say no, no, I am not a copy editor I'm a developmental editor, which means that my skill is in content, theme, character development or story arc or you know all of those different pieces what so, should
0: get cut so that's that's actually a great a great place to talk about for a minute, so what so you just kind of explain what a developmental editor is. First is a copy editor. So, what is a copy editor?
1: So, a copy editor is the person that's going to focus on your grammar and your style consistency. You know, are you using the same uh, commas the same way all the way through? Mm-hmm. Are things capitalized in the same way? Um, do you have consistent formatting? Uh, you know, usually a copy editor will have a style guide for you to check all of the details of things. And people forget, you know, they're likely to forget about one or the other of those and think, oh, I just need a copy editor or I just need a developmental editor. But really, especially if you're self-publishing, which more and more people are now, you need both. You need somebody to, you know, work with you on your content and someone to clean it all up um, before it goes out into the world.
0: And so your forte is helping pull the story out of people, right?
1: Yeah. And seeing what's at the heart of it, you know? Um, And that's my favorite thing is what's the the meaning in there? And sometimes I love it when I can uh, look at somebody's story and articulate, oh, wow, this is the beating heart of your story. And for someone to say, yes, oh, my goddess, I didn't realize (laughs) it was that. but it's not me making it up. It's what's in the story. So it's helping people to see what they've created and what's underneath it, what's guiding it and driving it. And that's where I thrive. So I am not the person to fix your commas. Um, but the other stuff, oof, yeah. Oh,
0: that's... Well, that's really juicy. That's very exciting. I just have to say hello to Princessa. Princessa. Because she's talking right now. She's, she can be very loud. Are you going to talk? <laughs> <I told you. laughs> that was kind of a subtle meow huh. he just woke up and she's like okay where are you and feed me
1: speaking this, of the wild animal call right?
0: right right this is working at home this is what happens which i mm-hmm. love freaking love it i love it my dog is in the background over there but um so that is just so cool and uh so you lead workshops with women mm. oh, what do you call, what do you call your workshops?
1: Well, the one that's upcoming, the very next one is called writing your heart wide open. Ooh. And I'm super excited about this one. Cause it feels like, you know, some, well, uh, I'm mentioning that. I feel like a lot today when you kind of find that thing that you're like, oh, that's the thing. That's the thing. That's the thing that I've been trying to say forever. And it does feel like what you affirmed about my work. and where I see my gifts, um, in getting to that vulnerable heart of a story and in helping other people to get to that place too, and to know how powerful the vulnerable can be when you really reveal yourself in a story, when I reveal myself in a story, the way suddenly that specificity of my revelation, my vulnerability becomes universal and creates this profound connection with the reader. Um, so... That's, you know, that's at the heart of this workshop, but it's really, it's taking one piece and focusing on it all day for a workshop from morning till evening and digging deeper and deeper and deeper to develop and, you know,
0: uh, bring it to life. Wow. And to have the time to do it, to really, to stay focused, to stay really focused and really in it. That's hard work. Good. Painful sometimes, right?
1: Oh, Absolutely. And maybe that's why I feel like ritual is so important as part of it, or having a safe container is important as part of it, because it's really tender. And I, you know, I tend to work with women who are telling really painful stories, and not just for the sake of releasing the pain, although that has its own gift, but because they're ready to transform it into a gift, um, because they've transformed themselves through the experience of it and through their own healing. And yeah, that's hard. It's deep emotional um, labor.
0: Labor. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I wouldn't know that personally, but. um, Me neither. Not that kind of labor. (laughs) A lot of other labor. (laughs) For sure. Okay. So what do you do for yourself? I always love to bring up the, the whole self-love, self-care, you know, daily ritual. What do you do to keep yourself feeling great?
1: Well, going for walks is one of the biggest. Um, and going outside for, you know, breath breaks, <laughs> we might call them, um, to... I love it, out, I, Right? You know, like people, I remember always being jealous of my friends who were smokers, like in college and beyond, because they got to go stand outside. And I thought, well, wait a minute. (laughs) The rest of us need to go stand outside too.
0: They should go stand somewhere else, and you can go out and take a breath break.
1: Exactly.
0: That's so good. That's really good. You should trademark that or something. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Love it. I love it. Um, Okay. So what else?
1: Yeah, that and writing for me is actually self-care because I find that when I'm stuck or feeling kind of like icky, um, yeah, I'm not thinking of another good word for it, but icky is a pretty good one. But when I'm feeling like that, it's often because I haven't released something and expression is so relieving. And maybe, I don't know, does that happen for you with dance, too? Like, sometimes you just have to dance to, like, oh, get yeah. it out?
0: Oh, absolutely. It's such a release. It's so healing. Yeah. And, it's, and it's a meditation in itself. Exactly. So, you know, there's so many levels to it. It's physical and emotional and spiritual. Um, and, um, and very necessary. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: And that's how I feel about writing, you know, I feel that way about movement, too, because sometimes I do need to just turn on music and shake it, and then all is well, yeah. <laughs> or
0: at least <laughs> All is well with the world when I can dance. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Um, uh, here's a question for you. So um, with the name Heart and Hustle, which, which I love the name, um, Yeah. But, but hustle is kind of starting to become, uh, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? Kind of a buzzword right now. And some people are finding it to have a super negative connotation. Uh Uh-huh. And I, I liken it to, to be that, that, I mean, sometimes it is a hustle. You know, sometimes we do have to sell ourselves as solopreneurs or entrepreneurs and, um, you know, like, if I didn't sell myself, you wouldn't know what I was doing. Mm-hmm. And, and how does that word ring with you?
1: Well, I love it just for, like, the sound of it. Hustle's a
0: fun, <laughs> a fun <laughs> sound.
1: Um, you know, it rings just fine with me. It doesn't feel dissonant or I don't have, I don't have that baggage with it. Because, yeah, it needs. that's part of it. Um, the work is part of it. Um, the sometimes needing to do things that aren't, you know, my primary gift, that's part of it. Yeah. Um,
0: and I do think, I mean, even though sometimes it feels like a hustle, we can also change that feeling, you know, mindset, mm -hmm. um, to make that hustle be part of the love of what you do. It oh, totally. mean, It doesn't mean it's easy or whatever, but we could look at it and go, Oh God, do I really have to do that again? And sometimes it feels that way, but it's like, okay, I get to do this part of my work now.
1: Absolutely. And
0: it is the hustle. It is the, the selling or the marketing or, or the writing, the things that we don't really want to spend our time writing or, you know, whatever. I mean, what are, what are some of the things that you hate about your work? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: now there's a fun question
0: (laughs) (laughs) well maybe there's nothing
1: no I mean for sure administrative stuff drives me bonkers um that is not what I love you know taking care of those little details and getting my stuff organized to go to my bookkeeper um, and getting stuff organized to go to my tax lady. I mean, I feel like it's big progress that I'm not actually forcing myself to do either bookkeeping or taxes. <laughs> That's good. Um, but just getting that stuff organized, right?
0: I'm jealous you have a bookkeeper. That's on my list this year. I have an accountant, and I and I told her the other day she wanted me to write something out, and I said, you know what? I'm going to sit in the middle of the floor and cry if you make me do that. I, I can't do that. <laughs> so it's, ugh. but yeah. It is. But isn't yeah. it great that, that they love their work and they're doing their stuff?
1: Exactly. Right?
0: There's a place for everybody. And I love that. Um, and, and to be proud of the work you do and to love the work you do, you know, and yep. some, it is, is a mindset or a lot of it is a mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, but to just to, to go out and do what you're passionate about and what, what feeds you and how you feed others. I think that's really what it comes down to, right? It's all about, for me, it's all about being of service and allowing, um, not allowing, but helping someone to allow themselves to be empowered. I can't empower them, but I can give them the tools for beautification and for being powerful and for being strong and resilient and, and vulnerable. I mean, all of those things, they all roll in To mm-hmm. um, And in, in, in my case, uh, because I work predominantly with women, do you work only with women? Not only with women, but predominantly, you know, that it ends up being
1: mostly women, but I work with some wonderful men too.
0: I think I want to expand into the man, the manhood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been thinking about that. Guys, what do you think?
1: <laughs> Would you want yeah. me to
0: be coach? Um, so that's great. Well, Jen, anything else you want to share with our people?
1: Wow. I mean, I feel like there are so many things that we talked about today that are um important. Um, the thing that of course is standing out to me right now is just that that reminder of the power and vulnerability, you know. Um to not underestimate that, that, you know, sometimes, cause you know, I was raised Catholic, I think of it, I have this little nativity scene um, and, you know, I look at that little baby. So in that story, in that religion, that mythology, whatever you want to call it, there's, you know, this divine child, right? And so I think, gosh, babies are so vulnerable and so tiny. And you know, what the heck can a baby do? And I look at that and sometimes I just use the phrase for myself, nativity magic. Um, just thinking of the power in the small and the power in the tender and something that's unexpected. And that's what works in writing too. You know, If you're in the middle of a piece of writing and it's feeling really dry, don't underestimate sharing a simple scene, a simple moment, a simple sensory detail as part of it, as a way to really bring it to life. Um, It might not seem like, oh, it's so powerful to talk about, you know, the way I cried into the tomato juice on my kitchen table while it was, you know, bright sunshine outside and I felt anything but bright inside. But, you know, somebody reads that and says, yes. And it's tiny. It's so small, but it's so powerful.
0: Oh, my God. That was freaking brilliant what you just said, <laughs> just like, what a gem. Wow, woo, I gotta go back and listen to that again. <laughs> thank you. Really good, really, really. Yeah, thank good. you. <laughs> you have an amazing way with words, darling. Mm. It's so good, thank you for that. Thank you for hanging out with me.
1: My today. pleasure, for reals.
0: For reals, I know. And um, thank you everybody for being here. I will, um, so Jen has her love letter that you can join. Please do, please do. Um and some courses and and I I didn't ask, are your most of your courses online or or virtual or in person or both? Or
1: there's a good smattering of everything. So I would recommend taking a look at my website and seeing what's there. There are all kinds of fun things and also just reaching out to me if you want something and you want to connect, um, just talk to me because I think that's the most powerful for us to just have a personal connection and see how I might be able to support you.
0: And you know what she says at the bottom of her her love letter? She says she loves pen pals, right? So if you write her, she'll write back. (laughs) (laughs) And I love that too. So that's awesome. So um, again, thank you, Jen. And thank Thank you, everybody. I'm going to put on this fabulous little song again. Do you feel like you're a traveler, Jen? All the time. Nice. Yeah. all right all right my friends thank you for hanging out with us this was a really juicy conversation Heart and Hustle Visionary Healers Movers and Shakers with Jen Bioli and I am your tribal hostess Call it to me I will give you all of her login information you know all that stuff um, so you can uh, network with her yourself and I will see you next time